What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Run Up the Score podcast. I'm your host, Noah Willard. As always, you guys might be thinking, what in the world are we doing here on a Thursday? I thought you upload every Tuesday. Well, this is our first ever emergency podcast. That's right. So this is our first emergency podcast. The reason why we're uploading this today because, man, I'm, I'm recording this a little past 1 a.m. Eastern time here. The Miami Heat just defeated the Milwaukee Bucks in Game 5 of the first round, becoming the first team in NBA history to be from a go from a play-in team to winning the first round. Sixth, eighth seed of all time to be the number one seed. Man, I just want to spend 15, 20 minutes, give you guys an episode Thursday morning, just to dump in, j- jump right into this series. So... <clears throat> Obviously, I want to I want to start by talking talking about like what a, what a collapse this game was for the Bucks. Like it felt like this was kind of the Bucks game to lose at one point in this game. I mean, I now keep in mind I am recording this literally right after the game is over, so I'm I'm probably don't have all of the information like 100. percent There might be news that comes out tomorrow or whatever. Um, mainly about like probably like the Mike Budenholzer timeout. This is pure reaction, what I just saw. But, man, it felt like the Bucks had this game. And, you know, they kind of got into the fourth quarter and just struggled to score the ball, man. And I, it was kind of obvious after the Heat were able to take this game into overtime that the Milwaukee Bucks were not going to win this game with all the momentum that the Miami Heat had going into it. Let's take a couple steps back, though. Last podcast that you guys listened to Tuesday morning, it was filmed after – first first three games of the series so we've missed we've missed game four and game five obviously a lot happened in game four jimmy butler dropped what was it 55 56 um set a heat all-time playoff scoring record keep in mind the miami heat have had lebron james Dwayne wade alonzo morning i mean the miami heat have had some pretty pretty good players and jimmy butler has now broken that record Jimmy Butler decides, you know what, we're going to go up 3-1 in the series. I don't care that Giannis is playing. I don't care that Giannis is back. We're going to go up 3-1. And it was just like I said in the previous podcast episode. I said, if the Miami Heat managed to win game four, which was happening the night that I was recording. I didn't know they had won it yet by the time y'all had listened. I said that if they won that game, they were going to win this series. I did not think that it would be the very next game. And the whole game through while watching this game, like I said, it felt like the Bucks had this game. Even when it was a little bit rough, I was like, all right, cool. The Bucks have this game. And the fourth quarter came around, and it was terrible. And, you know, I really don't know what to blame it on. I don't know if you can shoot the blame in one direction. I mean, it was, it was just the offense as a whole for the Milwaukee Bucks. Obviously, Giannis Antetokounmpo shooting 10 for 23 from the free throw line, misses some clutch free throws towards the end of the game. You would have loved to see him um, make a few more of those. Obviously, towards the end of the game, Grayson Allen. Actually, I'm jumping way too far ahead. Let's get to overtime in a minute. But let's start off with, I mean, I, we just got to talk about Jimmy Butler, man. I already talked about him with his crazy game tonight. Once again, shooting over 50% from the field. Ended with 42 points, 8 rebounds, 4 assists. A couple steals, a block. I mean, man, Jimmy Butler is, I mean, 
As a Chicago Bulls fan, I love to see him doing good. I hate that we traded him, but I mean, I, I've, I've got to be so happy for Jimmy. I mean, I think it's undebatable that he is—he's got to be a top ten player in the NBA right now. I know that the regular season stats might not compare to you know some of the other some of the other guys in the NBA, but year after year after year, Jimmy Butler shows out in the playoffs. He's led the team to the finals. Was one one shot away last year from being back in the finals, and here they go making history, beating the Milwaukee Bucks. I, th- I think it's without a doubt Jimmy Butler's a top ten player in the NBA. Obviously, incredibly clutch. I mean, turns into Michael Jordan when you need him to. Um, I was happy with what I saw from Bam tonight. Not his greatest shooting performance. I don't have his stats right in front of me, but it just didn't feel like a great shooting performance. I, I'm pretty sure he had a triple double though. I don't know if he got the assist, but I think he did get the triple double. I mean, I, I think Bam had a good game, had a couple of good putbacks in overtime. Um, you know, obviously when the Miami Heat needed a shot, Bam would fly right in, gave gave it to him. I mean, I, I honestly too thought. I mean, I'm, I'm sure the the officiating is going to be something talked about here towards you know after the game is over. I actually think the officiating favored the the Milwaukee Bucks more than they favored the Heat. Um, I do think it was fairly called both ways. I was a little bit frustrated with calls that were called on both teams. I was more frustrated on calls that were called against the Miami Heat. But th- this is just an utter breakdown for the Milwaukee Bucks. My initial, before going into the playoffs, my initial pick to win the championship wins one game in the whole playoffs. I mean, this wasn't even just a win for the Miami Heat. This was domination for the Miami Heat. Obviously... We're going to get to the Jimmy Butler final shot. I mean, that was unbelievable. Great play call there by Eric Spolstra. Which I believe that he should have already had the ball. The The foul call on Kyle Lowry was terrible. Obviously, the refs overturned it, but the Heat should have just had the ball. It shouldn't have had to have been a tip. Didn't matter. Jimmy Butler went down, had the tip in play or whatever that was. I mean, it was an unbelievable shot to bring them to overtime. Of course, they get to overtime, start out strong, shutting down the Bucks. Gets a little bit scary after they start out strong. Obviously, Kevin Love fouls out. Bam Adebayo fouls out. Kyle Lowry fouls out. I mean, these are three guys they were running at the end of the game that all three foul out. Did not matter, though. The Miami Heat played defense when they needed to. Hit some shots when they needed to. They'll be moving on to the next round. And, you know... I don't know what to even say about the Bucks. I'm going to do a whole, like in the offseason, I'm going to do a whole recap on every single team and what I think that they should do, like what I think needs to be done to improve the team. Man, I, I, I just I don't even know what to say about this Bucks team. Like I said, this Bucks team was had potential to win a championship. So man, I, I I don't got anything to say about them. It's it's a sad week to be a uh, to be a Milwaukee fan, of course. Green Bay Packers lose Aaron Rodgers earlier in the week, and then the Bucks lose in five against the Miami Heat as the one seed. Obviously, looking at the end of the game, I mean, what is Grayson Allen doing? Not, not even getting the shot up. Obviously, he didn't know what the time was, but man, he had a wide open floater. You got to at least take the shot. I think that if you know he takes a shot right there, makes it, it goes to double overtime. I don't think the Heat win the game. They had too many players in foul trouble. I mean, Jimmy looked gas. He was playing out of his mind, but he, he looked tired. He was ready for the game to end. Um, <clears throat> obviously, one of the big talking points is going to be about Coach Mike Budenholzer for the Milwaukee Bucks and not calling a timeout after Jimmy Butler hit the shot in regulation. 
Uh, there's like 0.5 seconds left. Could have called a timeout. Could have drawn up a tip play for um, Giannis. You know, chances of them actually hitting a shot probably were low. But you got to take take the timeout in that situation. I mean, I, if I'm being honest, I think the reason why he didn't take the timeout, I know this is crazy to say, I think he was so flabbergasted that Butler even hit that shot. I think he just lost track of what he was even doing. Um, I, I haven't had this podcast for long, but I've, for people that know me, I've not been a huge fan of Mike Boonholzer for forever. I think he he plays lousy defense in the playoffs, um, or he runs like a lousy defense in the playoffs. I, th- I think he would have already been out from Milwaukee had they not won the championship a couple years ago. But, you know, obviously <clears throat> the blame isn't all on him. The Bucks shouldn't have blown the lead in the fourth quarter. It is what it is. You know, you, you would like to see a little bit more from Drew Holiday in this game. I thought Chris Middleton was fine. I, I thought Giannis was fine. I actually still, like, I know Giannis, he ended up having uh, 38 and 20, which, I mean, cool. Obviously, you wish the free throws went in more, but I don't, it didn't feel like a Giannis game. Like, I know he had a good game, but mainly, like, when it came down to it, when it came down to fourth quarter overtime, Giannis, we need you to step up. Man, he looked like he was forcing stuff. He looked like he was out of his element. I don't know if the back is still bothering him. I'm sure it is to an extent. But, man, this is this is a crazy loss for the Bucks. Obviously, this is probably a series that's forever going to halt Giannis's legacy. I don't care. I don't know how much you care about that. But, anyways, let's, you know, cool. We got our Miami Heat versus Milwaukee Bucks conversation out of the way. Like I said, very, very, very short podcast, probably 15, 20 minutes. I do want to touch on a couple of the other series real quick. Um, I'm, Like I said, I'm recording this. It's it's 1.20 in the morning right now, um, Eastern time. So I'm sure there's more that I want to say about this series, but this is all that's coming to mind right now. Probably we'll dive deeper into this series on Tuesday. Uh, for the next real podcast episode, so I'm sure this isn't the end of the series that we are talk in terms of talking about it. But let's go ahead. And I, I do want to talk about today's games, um, but I want to actually go ahead and first before we get into that, I want to talk about one series yesterday. Um, I want to talk about the Boston Celtics. Man, going up, what was it? Three? I think they went up three zero. I don't think they lost. I think they lost in game four. Um, my brain's not really functioning right now. I, it just feels like they're playing down to their opponents. It doesn't feel like Atlanta should take two games in a row. Obviously, Trey Young. I mean, is playing awesome. Um, I mean, th- this is honestly the past couple games has been excellent to watch. I kind of, kind of I, I honestly kind of tuned out of the series a little bit. Of course, I had it on. Of course, I watch it, but you know. When, when a team goes up 3-0, it's kind of like, oh, series is over. All right, cool. And then, obviously, the other night, the Nuggets wrap up against the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Suns wrap up against the Clippers. Nothing surprising there, both of which pretty, pretty – everybody pretty much knew was going to happen. Obviously, Devin Booker almost had a 50-point triple-double. Um, but, yeah, the biggest story from last night's games were just Celtics-Hawks. Anyways – I don't care to talk about any of those games anymore. I don't know if you guys care. We're, I just want to talk about a few more things tonight. The, obviously, the reason for this podcast was the Miami Heat winning and Jimmy Butler being him. But let's go ahead and talk about the best series in the first round, the Golden State Warriors versus the Sacramento Kings. The Warriors take the game tonight, 123-116, to now winning three games in a row. The first game they've won in, on the road 
here in this playoff series. Um, it was kind of hard to watch most of this game because uh, I, I was so invested in the Miami versus Milwaukee game. Flipped over to the back and forth over and over again, but once it got down to the end of the Miami-Milwaukee game, I, I was glued onto that game. So I'm not really sure how this game ended, but it was a great game for um, when I was watching. Steph Curry obviously didn't have a great night shooting from three, but I mean, Steph Curry still had a great game. I mean, Kevon Looney had 22 rebounds, including seven offensive rebounds, making his presence felt. Andrew Wiggins is starting to look more and more like Andrew Wiggins as we continue to play. Clay Thompson, it's been cool to see him actually playing well, contributing really well on the basketball court. And I want to touch on this, something that I I, I think I talked about um, in the last podcast, man, but Jordan Poole has been so disappointing in these playoffs Obviously, like especially last year, really made a name for himself in the playoffs um, and even the regular season. But man, he had a, he's had a game or two where he's been good. But overall, Jordan Poole's looked really bad. He hasn't really made a super great contribution anywhere on the court. You see him not even getting that much playing time. He's averaging about twenty or less minutes a game. So it's it's been a it's been a disgusting series for Jordan Poole. Hopefully, he can turn that around for the Warriors' sake. Um, you love what you saw out of Draymond Green tonight. I, I mean, obviously he's going to do his job. He's going to do the little things well, but also coming out there and giving you 21 points on 80% shooting, even hit a three-pointer. So, I mean, when you get a performance like that, like Draymond, it's going to be hard to lose. Darren Fox, you know, played through his injury. We thought he wasn't going to play at all, but he he ended up playing through his injury. And, you know, he didn't look incredible. He definitely had some moments. Um, obviously, you're better with him out, out on the court than you are not. Um, I mean, Sabonis had a good game, but ultimately, it's a hu- huge win for the Warriors. Obviously, I mean, obviously, going back into Golden State to try to wrap this series up. Obviously, if you're the Warriors and if you're a Warriors fan, you want them to go ahead and do it on the next in the next game in Game Six because you do not want this team to go on the road for a Game Seven, even if De'Aaron Fox is not 100% healthy. And even if you trust the experience of the Golden State Warriors, just the way they've been playing on the road, I, th- I think you'd be scared as a Warriors fan if the Kings if the Kings can steal Game Six. I still think the Warriors win this series, though. Um, looking a lot better after the f- first two games. Um, look over the other ones. I mean, go ahead and quickly talk about Lakers Grizzlies. Nothing super much to talk about in this game. Grizzlies kind of destroyed the Lakers, to put it kindly. I mean, the Lakers. Made some little runs here and there, but it felt like a Grizzlies win the entire way. Anthony Davis had a big game. John Morant has a big game. Few Was this two or three games in a row where John Morant has just been absolutely mental? Keeps the Grizzlies alive. Obviously, it's going to be an uphill climb for the, for the Memphis Grizzlies, but, I mean... It's definitely not out of the realm of possibility. You're the you're the two seed facing the seven seed. I know the Lakers look really good right now, and obviously I'm still going to take the Lakers. But the Grizzlies, um, you can't count them out. Desmond Bain has a big game tonight too. You'd, uh, I mean, you would like to see a lot of their other players shoot well. You'd like to see their bench get a little bit more scoring contribution, specifically Tyus Jones. Tyus Jones had a disappointing night, but they won the game. It's big win. They really limited the the, uh, the Lakers. Really, Anthony Davis was really the only player on the court tonight that I really felt like had a good game. I mean, even LeBron had a stinker. Um, I mean, it was it was it was really just Anthony Davis. Good win by Memphis. I'd be curious to see if they can somehow pull this series out. I, I think regardless, is still this has been a great series. It's going to continue to be. 
So let's go ahead and wrap up this emergency podcast um, with the final game, the team that the Miami Heat will be playing in the second round, which I am so excited for. We have the five-seeded Knicks taking down the four-seeded Cavaliers in five games. Man, I wildly under underestimated this Knicks team. And, I mean, there's really not much to say that I haven't said a hundred times over again. Man, this Knicks depth is unbelievable. I mean, Obi Toppin casually comes in, gives you almost 22 minutes tonight and has a great game. You have Emmanuel Quickly, who still has not been great this series, but he had some shots when it mattered. Like I said, you, you really want to see Emmanuel Quickly play better in the future series. Um, obviously, saw Julius Randle get hurt in this game. He only played 16 minutes. Um, just going to hope it's nothing that is going to really weigh him down. Uh, hope to see him back in the first game against um, against the Miami Heat because I am extremely excited about uh, that matchup. Let me finish covering this game, and then I'll talk a little bit about that. But, um, I mean, obviously, Donovan Mitchell, you wish he'd have shot better from three tonight, only shooting 25%, but he had a good game. Darius Garland had a good game. I mean, ultimately, it, it's it's just once again, Donovan Mitchell either drop, drops you 35-plus or your team doesn't win. And it's exactly the case tonight. The case of this whole series, they have no bench play. I mean, clearly is going to be a point of emphasis for the Cavaliers. I think they have they have the team to go out and compete for a championship in the future. They have a good young core that isn't going anywhere. The core of Darius Garland, Donovan Mitchell, Evan Mobley, and Jared Allen is going to be here for years. And I think all four of those guys have, I mean, you've already got a couple of them already being an all-star before. I think you got some all-star potential in there as well. Like I said, they're gonna be around. They gotta work on this on the bench this off season. They gotta, they, they just got a lot of things to address. I've seen a lot of Cavs fans unhappy with JB Bickerstaff. I'm not out on JB Bickerstaff. Um, they, they, I think there's a lot of roster construction issues they gotta touch on first. Anyways, we're not here to talk about the Cavaliers. They lost. I'm here to talk about the Knicks versus the Heat. Man, this is gonna be such a fun series. And you know, I'm probably gonna pick the Knicks to win in this series. Um, I mean, there's only so much I can I, I can bet on the on an eight seeded team to win. I know they did it, but you know, eventually I, I I just don't see the eight seed going super super far. I think that it now turns into Boston versus Philly is in reality the conference championship. I think the winner of that goes on to the finals. I actually could see a way that the Knicks do it, especially with the way they're playing. But I think it's Boston Philly conference championship now. Um, but it, it's it's kind of crazy that to think that the Knicks and the Heat will be competing to go to the conference championship, especially because everybody pretty much shoot in Milwaukee on that side of the bracket, even with a banged-up Giannis, like whatever. People people thought, you know, it was going to be Milwaukee that came out of that side of the East. Um, but anyways, I think that's all I got. I'm tired. I'm going to get some sleep, but let me know do you guys enjoy these emergency episodes i think that they're fun i think um i mean i wish i could do them more often there's i feel like there's stuff going on in basketball every single day that i'd like to talk about but i'm excited to be able to come on here talk about the heat what a game love me some jimmy butler i mean this team has been so much fun to watch in the first round which has been a complete 360 of what it's been like in the regular season but anyways i I think that's all i got for you guys but um Thanks for tuning in for today's episode. I I know this is a weird upload, so I appreciate you if you came out and you listened to this episode. But yeah, if you guys enjoyed it, you guys want to see more, let me know. Um, You can email uh, the business email or you can 
Send us a tweet. Our Twitter is at RutsPod. Um, or you can follow my personal uh, Twitter, at NoahWillard8. Anyways, join us again next week as we continue to run up the score. We'll be back on Tuesday continuing to talk about playoff action. Maybe we'll touch on this Heat series again because I'm sure there's something I forgot. I'm going to get some shut-eye. Thank you guys for joining. We'll see you guys on Tuesday.